It's time for the Big Nasty Show right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Ah, welcome into the program here, following up inside the press box. A little disappointed that I didn't get to see Nick Coffee in person. That's a delicious individual, you know what I'm saying? you got to see him in person to really get the full appreciation. But uh, Nick and BJ Fresh were on the mics uh, talking about all things Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Wildcats. All, it was a crazy weekend in college basketball. We're not going to talk a whole lot about it because it's been hit up and down. But uh, uh, joining me in the in the booth is, is Trevor Bacon-Kelsey. Nice to see you as always. Not a problem. Nick is pur- pure example of why uh, great things can come in small packages. <laughs> He sure is. Uh, everybody's around here has been going to the gym, from what I understand. Is this true, or is this a, sort of a is this a little backdoor humor? No, on? no, it's it's true. I, I've done some. I've been a little lazy the last day or so, but I, I've been doing more gym at least. I'd say on average three to four days a week. If yeah, how's that, that going for you, buddy? Going well. It's it's, it, it's tough to tell so far. I'm, 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 I'm ready could... to get into the old uh, the archives of clothes that were once too once big but no longer fit me properly. Nice, uh, nice. I have you, plenty of those. Uh, I have a. I have a slew of clothing that I need to get either take to Goodwills or do the same and uh, sort of slim up, slim down. Is it slim up or slim down? Well, slim down. So you want to slim down. So uh, I'm going to work on doing that next weekend because uh, next weekend we got some sunshine and daydream. I'm going to be heading down to Florida. We got a lot of stuff going on. Bad weather around these parts. We got another dumping of snow again today. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on though. In the meantime, to sort of spark that sort of spring and summer. Um, vibe that we got going um we had nascar this weekend we had march madness is getting ready to to go into full swing because we are in march officially horse racing is going going crazy we've got golf major league baseball is reported for uh, to camp um i'm very excited to tell you something uh, trevor bacon kelsey um today we had to drive over here to work in snow tomorrow i'm going to be at philly's camp it's going to be 75 degrees at first pitch at 6 30 tomorrow night for once in my life, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> exactly, you're certainly not jealous of these looks. So, but we're going to be covering. I'm going to be. I just, I'm going to have the. I have the opportunity to cover um, the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies are going to host Toronto tomorrow night. I've got the Orioles. I'm going to check out that Orioles camp and also the uh, Bucks. I'm going to be at the Pittsburgh Bucks camp. So I get to see uh, five, six altogether Major League Baseball teams. And then uh, the weekend, I'm going to be going down to the Tampa Bay Derby, which we're going to talk about. So it's five or six teams and Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, but uh, we're going to go to uh, right off the bat here. We're going to go to the Oxmoor Ford uh, Lincoln Buzz Line. That's five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. We're going to our, our northeast constituent, uh, Mr. Nick Swartz from the Players View and Yard Barkers. Uh, he's got a, a pretty good grasp on baseball, except for the fact that he's a Yankees fan. Nick, come on in. Hey, don't be knocking the Yankees. Are you getting excited? Just falling on the bandwagon with everyone else. I mean, they're spending money like they do every year, so that it's got to be another good year for the Yanks. It's got to be another good year, so. Well, if money bought championships, then the Toronto Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles and all the teams that try to be like the Yankees would or, have or the Dodgers, 27 right? World Championships. The Dodgers last year, so. <laughs> Dodgers. So, uh, I, I, was reading, I was reading an article that you wrote for the Players' View not, uh, not too long ago. Or um, it was one of your constituents, I believe, was actually the author of this particular, yeah. and uh, he was going on about the Toronto Blue Jays being a, a force to be reckoned with this year. Um, are you along? Are you along for this ride, or are you are you jumping off? Well, first of all, you know, I, I just would like to point out because most of them are listening right now. 
about 15 of like the new 40 writers for PlaysU.net are kids. from Canada. So oh, they are that. very Homer bound with their Toronto love. If you, we recently looked at my Facebook, you'll see the Canadian flag and my love for Sidney Crosby. I, I do not love Sidney Crosby. No, I know. This I ran my mouth you, about the USA. You're, you're good at doing that. Then you lost a wager, didn't you? You lost a little wager, so you, yes, got, you got caught with your, your pants down, not uh, 100%. <laughs> but you got you did in fact get, uh, lose that. Yes, wager. I did. Once again, <laughs> pants down. We're gonna do something like that this year. So um, I have I, I I invited you to join me today because it's it's baseball season, buddy. And as you know, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow, and I'm gonna be down there covering spring camp. I'm gonna get a heads up on you guys in the, from a fantasy perspective, as well as for my picks and selections. So I want to dive right into baseball, if that's okay with you, Mister Nick Schwartz. Ah, uh, you know I love baseball. It's the only thing there is this time of year, right? Besides, yeah, I love March Madness. March Madness too. Before we <laughs> dive in, though, did you see the Grammys last night? Did you watch the Grammys? No, unfortunately, I actually, fortunately for me, I was watching good basketball. I was watching Arizona play last night. Oh, you missed you, you missed it. You missed the uh, the two million tweet that uh, that Ellen DeGeneres sent out with all the big I, balls. You know what's crazy is I I watched. I, I'm on Twitter while while I'm on. Uh, Watching basketball and things were trending. A bunch of stuff, and I seen them talking about Ellen DeGeneres and her two million tweets or something like that. Oh yeah, it was all over the place last night. So um, you guys can chime in on uh, on either you can tweet me or you can Facebook me on either of those pages. Big Nasty Show, uh, Big Nasty Show thirteen at Big Nasty Show thirteen. Nick Sports is for the Players View. Is it PlayersView dot net? Yes, it is. And Yardbarker.com. And And I'll tell you what, if you want the inside scoop, that's the way you go. These guys will take care of you there. So, okay, we're going to talk about the, we're going to break down the divisions for you here in the next couple of shows. This particular show, we're going to do the American League East and the National League East. We're going to, since there's six of them now, we're going to do two per show. So, we're going to start with American League East, National League East. Uh, Trevor, you're a big baseball guy, so you can chime in anytime with this. So, uh, Nick, uh, I'll give you. I'm an actual Blue Jays fan. I don't know if I want to chime in with Nick the way he was talking just a second ago. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But uh, all right, come on, bring it, Bacon. I'm ready. Happy you're back. <laughs> what am I going to bring? We haven't finished above third since '94 after winning back-to-back World Series. What am I going to bring to the table? But Some they Tim brought... Horton's coffee. <laughs> well, apparently, some of his writers think that the Toronto Blue Jays are going to make noise this year. Yeah, we'll talk about smoke. Oh, look, hey, Bacon. I, I I'm not a fan of the Blue Jays at all, and I thought the article was ridiculous. I got all I do is help make their articles better. You know, like so <laughs> I, I can't help the love in Toronto. I'm pay- I'm being punished right now for believing in my country because yep. these Canadians are running their mouth and I thought the United States hockey team could win. I'm okay. being punished by these people and I'm the fault. <laughs> to the United States hockey. Ha. Olympics. Uh, so on a scale of one to a hundred, uh, give me give me uh, on a on a side note real quick, Nick, give me your grade for the Olympics this year. Scale hundred uh, hundred is orgasmic for you and zero is a big flop. Where'd you put the Olympics this year? Five. A five, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that, that fits in with Trevor. He probably uh, where where are you at with that, Trevor? The Olympics this year, you didn't watch them, so I didn't watch a bit. As George Costanza would say, it would be a negative shrinkage. Whoa, whoa! Okay, so Nick Schwartz, you're the guest. So t- where are we going first? American League East or National League East? Where do you want to dive into first? Let's go NL East just because NL East is my okay. So NL East, NL East, we've got the uh, Washington Nationals, Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies, Miami. Uh, and uh, the New York Mets. So uh, a lot of moving and shaking in the offseason here. What I want you to do is I want you to give me uh, one plus, one minus, uh, one positive, one negative from each of the teams, a fantasy angle. That's what I want from both of you guys, uh, a fantasy player that you want on your team, 
and then uh, we'll rank them from from fifth to first in terms of who finishes the end of the regular season. So we're starting with uh, we'll start with you, Nick Swartz, uh, and uh, you can do it in that order if you want to, fifth through first. Which would where would you want me to do first? Fantasy. No, we'll do, we'll just give me a player from each team that's going to give you fam- fantasy value as we talked about it. But I want you to rank your team's uh, basement to, to number one at the end of the re- regular season. Well, in the, in the East, um, my bottom would be easily the Philadelphia Phillies. Whoa! Okay, now you're The Miami Marlins. I forgot they even were in Major League Baseball for a moment. <laughs> uh, the Miami Marlins are... Going to finish them last, and that's okay, a, okay, so, I think that's a sad too. Okay, so we're Philly's gonna, fourth. Philly's fourth. Okay, so um, back to the Marlins. Met. Is is there any positives that you could draw from the Marlins beyond Mike Stanton? Beyond Jose Mike Stanton, Fernandez, great pitcher. The pitcher, that you think right there, I, mean, I would soft, tag him up. Sophomore year, sophomore year, you think he's going to be as strong as he was last year? I mean, as strong as you can be on a high school team. <laughs> yeah, high school, team when you got yes, high school bats you behind you. So so we, I agree with you there. Miami is in the basement. They just don't have enough pitching. That's a big ballpark. It's tough to hit home runs out of that ballpark. They don't have a lot of home run hitters. And for that matter, not a lot of offense. Trevor, can you uh, give us any dispute on this? Or are you, uh, you down with uh, Miami in the basement of this I, I go Miami in the basement, and the only plus I have about it is I live in Louisville, so I won't have to watch one game of them play. So and you that, can get, that's the only positive <laughs> I have to say about and it. And here's another one. You can get tickets for five bucks to a home. The thing is, people in Miami have the, same, have the same thing. They don't have to watch them play either. <laughs> so all three of us are on that page there, so Miami. So Nick, who, who comes in in fourth place just in front of the Miami Marlins? That's where you put my Phillies. In huh? my uh, my hometown here, well, close to the hometown, uh, the Brutal. Philadelphia Phillies. Brutal. You don't think they got enough? You don't think Cliff Cliff Lee and, and Cole Hamels has got enough to get it done? Uh, no. I mean, that's you not know, their problem. I don't. Though. The Cole Hamels is fine, but no, no, they don't. They, you know, they just don't have. They're, they're aging stars. Uh, Ruben Mar Jr. is a very poor GM, and he just keeps living this pipe dream of a team that he inherited. Um, and he just keeps trying to like drain every drop. They have to rebuild it sometime. He's just not ready for the media to hammer him with that. Like because it's Philadelphia, it's all about what did you do five minutes ago, and they can't accept losing. But they're gonna have to lose to win. That seems to be the, you know? the mentality of all of the major league baseball now. So uh, I'm gonna flip flop a little bit on you here. I'm gonna put the Mets in the, the fifth or the fourth spot. Uh, I I just you don't like think the right. I don't think the Mets have any pitching at all. I mean, the, the Matt Harvey is whether or not he comes back from the injury, one hundred percent when he comes back. But past Matt Harvey, who do they have in the rotation? Nobody. And you know they, no. they bring uh, over. You know who their ace is? You know who their ace is? Forty-year-old, chubby. Bartolo Colon. Yeah, and I only to, know this to, because to, I just did top five worst teams for on um, players. You edited it for a guy. This guy Paul, yeah. and he, he had Marlins and Marlins and Mets both in it. The only thing I can't figure out about Bartolo Colon is how he was taking steroids and still maintain that beer gut. I can't figure that. I out. I want to know how. Here's one thing I can't figure out: Is he really forty? Is he like fifty-four? Because you know those guys that come over, they <laughs> yeah. doctor, you know they they, they doctor they their names, up their, their ages, and their names. Yeah. It's like everything. Yeah, absolutely. Miguel Tejada Miguel is what he like twenty-two, <laughs> or is he fifty? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so, um, so so far uh, we've got we've got a discrepancy there. Trevor, who do you like better, the, the Phillies or the Mets? Are you going to throw a big curveball? I'm throwing you a curve. I'm going second to last, the Nationals. You're going to put the Nationals second Back to last? To You've life. lost your mind. No, Obviously, I'm telling you right now. Are you now, drunk? He's, no, he's not I'm drunk. high, but it's no one here with that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going Nationals. I, I, listen, the only question you have about the Nationals by the end of the season, because one, it's back to life, back to reality. I know Pittsburgh won a division, got in the playoffs last year. Slow down, you're it's getting excited. It's not going to happen again. The Nationals are going to fade early wow. and long. 
And okay. the only question they'll have by All-Star break is where does Ryan Zimmerman finish the season? All I want you to do is look at that computer screen in front of you and, make, and tell me that we are recording. We are recording. Okay, that's perfect. So, uh, obviously, he is... You're crazy. He, obviously, yeah, obviously I, he's on how something. How anyone even think that? I don't know. They're he, so good. They, 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 could fall, they could fall on their faces with the offense. Kentucky lose to South Carolina on Sunday? Crap the happens. Pitching, well, Kentucky's not that good of a basketball team. We took 18 hours today on the air already to talk about that. But, anyway, so... I've got the Phillies. I've got the Phillies in the three hole, and then uh, so if Bacon Kelsey, you got them fourth. Then I guess you're going to go. Who are you going, Phillies or Mets in the three hole? Uh, the, above the Nationals, the, uh, the the shocker of the world. I just threw it to you. I'm going to go uh, Phillies right above them. Okay. What's so the Braves in the third hole? I mean, not <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, no, not the Braves. Jeez, no. no. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I, I tell you what. Here's the thing. I, I agree a smidge with Trevor Bacon Kelsey because I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go one-two here, and I'm going to put the Washington Nationals just barely not getting it done in favor of the Atlanta Braves to win the division in the National League East. Nick, what's your thoughts? I agree. I actually agree with you there. I think that the Nationals are really good there, but again, I mean, and a lot of baseball it's like this with coaching and management. The management and coaching is in Washington is bad because they were bad for so long. They don't know how to be good. And, and you cannot have. I see them. Geo- they're not as good as the Braves. The Braves are a force. Well, but I, I, if you had the, the the Braves lineup from top to bottom, aside from getting rid of McCain, that's and by the way, on a, on another note, uh, Brian McCain's going to be huge for the for the Yankees this year. Uh, he's going to be huge for the Yankees. Good catcher, and, he's, and, and he's, both play catcher. And what about you know, that? So yeah, you know, and what about someone. that right porch? What about that right porch, man? I mean, that's, he's going to be launching. He's going to be launching balls off that right porch this year. He's going to be knocking cotton candy out of little kids' hands and stuff. It's going to be crazy. This whole season is going to be. I'm getting tingly thinking about I, it. Really, I, I, I am. I, I love I it. I am it's too, and I wore tight pants today, so that's a bad thing. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so um, but I, I think that uh, I don't know that the Braves. That's young pitching. They're all good pitchers. The Braves have a lot of young pitching and a lot of good young pitching. If they come to fruition and it, it turns into the Glavin, Maddox, Schmoltz type of situation over there, they're going to be next to unbeatable this year with that young offensive lineup that they have. Um, they get rid of McCain, but they still are stacked. They've got uh, 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 Freeman in the outfield, or Freeman at first base, Hayward in the outfield. You've still got a young lineup. Ugla could still hit 20 home runs for you. Um, I just think the Braves have more overall than the Washington uh, Nationals bring to the table. Um, I think their pitching is going to keep them in it all the way to the end. But I take the Braves... Yeah, I, I, I'm going to pick the Braves to bring to win the National League East. I think the bullpen's better in Atlanta. Uh, Washington's got a lot of good starting pitching, but the bullpen is suspect. Are you with me on that? I agree. Yeah, I, I think the, the Braves are just an all-around better team, and they they do have like a very like you look in the outfield, you have Upton, Upton, Hayward, you know, Ugla, you well, know, Dan Ugly, who's at second, great Simons, who's going to be a great shortstop. You know, Freeman at first. I mean, the catching situation, you know, I think Evan Gaddis is a really good – they have him at right now depth chart number two. They're starting pitching young, but one thing that you know, as well as I do, because we're both big baseball guys, the Atlanta Braves farm system has been the best farm system for the last 20 years, and they just produce maybe 30. great pitchers and great players. Maybe 30 years. Maybe 30 years. But what, what Yeah, you see? you're right. Uh, maybe 30 anyway, years. From a fantasy perspective, any pitching on the Braves or the Nationals – uh, I'm going with I'm going with any pitchers on the Braves or the Nationals. A, a, a thing to note about the Nationals: they picked up Doug Fister, who is a ground ball pitcher, 
and uh, that defense in, in Washington's a lot better in the infield than what it was in Detroit. So uh, keep that in mind from a fantasy perspective. Any fantasy secrets from here, top to bottom, that uh, that you need people to know? And then we got to get Trevor's number one because he's already on cloud. I don't think there. my opinion I matters, can, but I am picking the Braves. There's, there's a, let's just put it this way: there's a hazy smoke between him and I. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> anyway. So uh, Nick, give me uh, from the East. Is there anybody that's that might be a little bit of a sleeper in terms of fantasy? Sleeper wise, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard stays healthy this year, and he, he becomes a productive. A stick I think he's going to be very. I think he's going to bring. He's going to be the highlight reel for the Phillies. I think he's going to be very productive. I would, but on the other the front, I'll stick with the Phillies. Is that I would stay away from um, any Philadelphia pitchers, especially. Um, you know the the two got top guys and the guy at the end, Papelbon, who doesn't even want to. You're giving you're giving a warning out for Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, and Papelbon. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, I, wow. yeah, I, yeah, I'm telling you right now, they don't don't well, don't most, buy into the hype in the first five six rounds of fantasy. I'm you playing a keeper alone? Is your fantasy a keeper league, buddy? Yes. Okay, so those both of those guys will be gone and be kept probably by somebody. I'm sure. Well, I play I play in two leagues. I play in a keeper league and then I play in uh, you know uh, interesting snake draft. You know, draft left. Perfect. So we'll get some perspective. So I've got I've got the Braves. We both have the Braves. You and I, Nick Swartz, and then Trevor. Who, if Washington's down low, the Braves win in the division. Braves win the division. Okay, yes. so we th- we got a three way on the Braves. My stuff's the, not that good. Well, we, I already know that. So anyway, we got to get to a break. We come back. We're going to talk about the American League East. The Honda Classic was this weekend. They were in Phoenix and NASCAR and a whole. Whole bunch more right here on the Big Nasty Show on fourteen fifty thesportsbuzzcom Until I got high, <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, my room's still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Yeah. I got high. This is yeah. a, in, in keeping with my. Engineers' wonderful selections and predictions of the Washington Nationals. Nick, you back with us, buddy. Blow it out. You understand? <laughs> Nick, you there, buddy? Yep. <laughs> uh, pardon the pardon the uh, interruption from our uh, our engineer. He's apparently feeling kind of frisky today. If you understand what I'm saying. I absolutely do. <laughs> I, I got a new verse for the song. I picked the Nationals to go second to last because I got high. I've given you <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've given, I've given <laughs> you. Uh, I've given you all a, a precursor as to what we're going to talk about. We are going to be talking about the American League East here in just a second. But there's a lot of stuff I want to get to today. Uh, just a little notes here. Um, like I said, college basketball is heating up. It's very exciting. We just talked about who we thought might be there and might not be there. And Quan Bolden got signed today. We talked about that. Um, there was a NASCAR race this weekend. Are you following the NASCAR closely this year, Nick? <laughs> Are you? No, I I actually watched um, the end of the last two races, and that's the most NASCAR I've ever watched in my life. Well, and a lot of people would say that you only have to watch the last few laps of any race, and that's pretty much the. I just start. happened to catch it because I thought basketball was going to be on the one channel, so I watched the one. Well, the Daytona 500 was was a little, of course, yeah. early, and it was delayed by like six hours or something ridiculous like that. Um, we had uh, this weekend; they were in Phoenix, uh, in the wonderful warm weather of Phoenix, and uh, Kevin Harvick got the job done to win first. Little E was right there in second place, and uh, Brad Kozlowski. Uh, was in third place there, so they're going to all three going to be in the high up in the standings. Um, it's more winner friendly this year, so it's more emphasis on winning the NASCAR, which is I, th- I think is a great idea because it makes them race a little harder. So, um, give me a just let's just for fun throw out there who you think's going to win the NASCAR uh, 
championship this year, Nick. Just a, just a random. We'll have fun with this. It'll be recorded. Trevor Bacon, get uh, into Jimmy this Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's going to win. So you're going with the chalk. You're going with the uh, the five to two chalk to win it all. You talk to me. Trevor, me? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, is Dick Trickle still race? <laughs> Dick Trickle I is, is. I don't know anything about is, NASCAR. Is, he, he's more, it's more than just a problem that you would have. Personally. I know, neither do I. Neither do I. Big guy. I just said Jimmy Johnson. I'm the two racers: Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I drive to work every day. Races. That's enough NASCAR <laughs> okay. in my life. So okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to take the young kid. I'm going to take uh, Brad Kozlowski. He's okay. Been, he's been knocking around. So that's, that's our. That's our. That's me. And, and uh, Trevor's got Dick Trickle. <laughs> and uh, that's, again, it's again, not a personal problem. So, 501 uh, odds, uh, people in Vegas. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Bonnaroo or any of these festivals, a lot of Paloozas and stuff, but we got a big one cooking here in Louisville. It's the Forecastle uh, Music and Art Festival. Uh, have you heard of this, Nick? It's pretty big time. We got it rocking. No, so. who's playing it? Uh, well, the lineup comes out tomorrow. That's what I was. That's what I was touching base with. Uh, here. But I just found out that uh, with my little uh, my tentacles sort of stretching out, I found out that I'm going to be able to cover this this year, which is nice because last year I paid a lot of money to see Robert Plant and uh, Grace Potter and a couple other big uh, Abbott brothers and such. But this year I've got access, and you know how I like access, Mister Nick Swartz. You know how yes, I, like, you do. I like the access. So um, I've got a quick thought of the day, and then we'll talk about this uh, this um, American League East. This is a, my rants for the day. I haven't decided what I'm going to do with this, but I'm going to roll with this, Mr. Bacon, Kelsey. Um, my rant for the day is to all people. If you are, like, standing in line someplace, when you're preparing to get to the line when it's your turn or your spot, my thought of the day is be prepared. How much easier would this world be than if everybody that was in front of you in line was prepared to get there and make their order – Pay, get their actual money out of their pockets, and pay their bills on time. You with me on this, Nick Swartz? You ever you ever stand in a line behind someone, and they've just stood in the same line as you, and when they get to the counter, they don't have their money out, or they don't know what they want? Yes, it does irritate when they stop and give their <laughs> kids like candy and this and that. Yeah, it bothers me. <laughs> I will kill somebody one day. No, uh, nothing drives me worse, more more mad than the, the lottery people. Are the uh, there ones, you go? Perfect. The, no, the ones that sit at the polar pop machine. Polar pop machine, fi- the worst. But no, but they fill it up and then they start sipping and drinking on it and keep filling it up and keep sipping and drinking. I'm standing there behind them going, "There's only one freaking Mountain Dew, buddy." I think Hurry the lottery up and just go. Here's a dollar. Buy yourself a second one. I think the lottery ticket players that that pencil in their own picks. And sit there and do them when there's a line of people. Like I wouldn't even do that if I was a lottery player. I I would wait until there was nobody in line to do it. So, makes me crazy. Uh, it drives me insane. Surprised I haven't killed somebody. It makes me. It makes me go <laughs> no, back to the things that I'm the point that Those people that uh, that go and put through their lottery tickets, they nothing annoys me more than when I'm. It's like late, and there's like you know you want to get somewhere quick. You like got to go to work, whatever. And there's a, there's an old lady putting in fifty lottery tickets. Oh my. Gosh. From somebody who's worked at a gas station, you think you think you're mad about that? Think about the guy that's actually <laughs> oh, working. They're way more oh, that's oh, they're, they hate it more. Are these people that come up to the counter and they're still on their phone? It's time for yeah. them to conduct business and they're on their phone. They go from about to be able to go have a cigarette break because there's nobody in the store to having 20 people in line because of some schmuck. Yeah, because some blue-haared woman wants to win <laughs> 70 million dollars and, and she has to have. She dies. And she nah, has to have. I agree. With you. you see, they're either roll their eyes out like yeah, you like you're the next one up, and they see these people and they you know, they keep pulling stuff up their purse or their pants and like be like. How so that's my thought of the day be prepared when you get to, to your spot in line is what i'm saying no matter where you're at stop slowing down the world stop slowing down the world people that's all i'm saying so okay quick question for both you guys wichita state undefeated should they be number one i'll say yes no. right off the bat no yes i disagree. you're saying yes i say yes nick swartz you're saying no wichita state you undefeated know. Undefeated, you know, and they're not a number one. And there's a two-loss team in a number one hole. 
it's hard for me to think just because of it. It's very impressive that they went undefeated. But they literally, you want to talk about playing no one? They played no one. No one. Like, not even, and their RPI, what is it? Like, it, it's low. I don't know. I don't, I don't low, pay attention low. to It's RPI. below Louisville's who's, who's gotten the crap for not being anyone, too, yeah. It's well, Louisville really has Yeah, but there's a big difference between Louisville playing anyone. Louisville's played the hardest schedule in the whole world compared to Wichita State's. Compared to Wichita State, I'll give you that. That's uh, you get a little carried away there, Nick. Get a little exactly. carried away. It's, it's like, I mean, they played Duke and North Carolina. No, North Carolina. No, I, I agree with and I agree with you, Nick, one hundred percent. But the thing is, that you still go undefeated. It's still it's so hard, even if you do play. Yeah. And a week coverage, just to go undefeated. Now, maybe do I think they're going to be a Final Four team or an extra championship team? I think they have the legitimate shot of doing it. I think anybody does this year. I think I made that clear. But they deserve to be the number one. If you go undefeated, you should get a number one seed. I don't care if you're coming out of the MEAC, Maybe then you should be number one seed. Okay. I mean, there I we agree, have it. Look, I agree with you. There Again, unfortunately, like I, you know, we're too much of green going on here. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's like extremely a, we, impressive to go undefeated. But my buzz is wearing off. That's why it's sounds normal. I was gonna say we must all be high. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, so a couple things on the horse racing kick. Like I said, I'm heading down to the Tampa Bay Derby, and then we're we're gonna get in the American League East here in just a second. Um, this weekend, the Gotham Stakes was up at Aqueduct, and it should be noted that the Sam Rat, I believe, is how you pronounce that name, beat Uncle Cy. And uh, I forget what the third place horse was uh, in the stretch of the Gotham. So that's the second time he's beat Uncle Cy, and that's a five hundred thousand dollar race. So he put himself in a strong contention to, in the discussion for the Kentucky Derby, which is right around the corner, first Saturday in May. It's not too far away, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to be down at the Tampa Bay Derby, and I'm going to give everybody my horse right now. And and I'm glad we're recording. The horse is the Mark Cassie horse, is Conquest Titan that I think is going to come from off the pace and win at the Tampa Bay Derby, and I will be in the winner's circle to congratulate Mr. Mark Cassie when he does get that. So, um, Yarmy Yager, Yarmy Yager, <laughs> how do you pronounce that, Nick? Yarmy Yager? Yarmy Yager. He should be saluted. He got 700 goals this week. And I remember him from the... you remember Sega Genesis, the original Sega Genesis? The guy played for the Penguins, right? Yeah. He played for the Penguins. About, yeah. And it was him and, and Mario Lemieux were in the game. The Sega Sega Genesis, the original like hockey game, and it was used to, used to be able to take the Pittsburgh Penguins and just whoop everybody's butt because you could go back and forth between them. They were so fast. I always played with Vancouver using uh, Pablo Burry, the Russian Rocket. You played you played with Dick Trickle. Yes, yeah, you can. Right. <laughs> That's what your pick was. So anyway, let's talk about this baseball. As uh, I don't know, again, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm going to be checking out some of these teams here this week. So let's dive into Are you the. Going out town this weekend? Yeah, huh. <laughs> I, was, I just want someone to rob my house so I can. Turning the insurance claim. Okay. I just, I mean, I just up my insurance money, and they, I'm telling you, they're they're trying to make me broke, Nick. They're trying to make us broke here. How can a man survive? That's what that's what it's about. I'm they telling you, they want to do to you. So um, uh, anyway, so let's get into this. Let's get into this American League East and again. Let's let's recap how we're doing this. We're going fifth through first for all three of us, and then we want a couple of guys that are fantasy sleepers in the mix. As a part of the equation, we'll start with you, Nick, and then we'll go to Bacon, and then we'll go to me. The number five, we have uh, Boston, we have the Rays, the Orioles, the New York Yankees, and Toronto Blue Jays, and the American League East. Um, all the divisions are equal now. We have all six, uh, five team divisions, which I think is great since Houston moved over to the American League. So, uh, Nick, you start. Uh, who's the fifth team in the American League East this year at the end of the regular season? Uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays are in the basement. Trevor. Uh, Toronto, yeah. Toronto Blue Jays, okay. I agree. I am actually going off the beat. Not completely their fault. It's the toughest division in baseball. Now, here, here you're yeah. going to think I'm smoking, and this is simply because I don't think there's any offense there. 
they are one injury away from Evan Longoria from being a non-existence offense. The pitching staff is strong, but I think the Rays have a blunder of a year this year. No support from the fans down in Tampa still. Still, they're, they're what, five years away from the new stadium. No support from the fans. Tampa Bay finishes in the basement for the first time in a long time. <laughs> uh, that, that wouldn't wow. surprise me. The only thing I can guarantee is Toronto won't be higher in third. That's the only thing I can guarantee. Okay, so, all right, so, and then fourth. Uh, but from Toronto, I think that this year, I want to mention, um, I think that the um, Lowry, the Brett Lowry kid, the third baseman, I think he had a down year last year. I think he's going to be able to go later in the draft this year, and I think he can pick him up. And I think he, Lowry has a pretty big season this year, so. That's just my fantasy perspective from the Toronto Blue Jays. And Joe Kings Joe Kings has a decent year if he stays healthy. So You know who Joe Kings is, don't you, Nick Swartz? Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right, so for you, Nick, uh, number four. My number four team would be the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore Orioles down in the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pitching staff is really not that good. I mean, I love you like, Manny Machado. I think he's one of the best third basemen in any – a great fantasy guy. Um, I just can't see J.J. Hardy having another, you know, great season. Weeks at second, that's weak. What do you got? You know, Davis, forget, I can't see him out. You're forgetting about the you know. two most important offensive players on that league, or on that team, is Marquecas and Yeah, Mar- Adam Jones. Well, we, yeah, we wanted to pick from Adam Jones, you well, know, we'll Nelson talk, Cruz, we'll, Marquecas, Davis. We'll, we'll <laughs> talk more later. We'll talk more later about the Orioles, because you'll see I have them a little higher than you. Oh, so, I know you love the Orioles. I, love, I got man love, and I'm going to see him. So, Trevor Kelsey, who's four? I don't love the Orioles, but I don't. I, I'm actually going to go closer to you. I, I think the Rays, and I, and I say that only by we keep in mind anywhere between uh, three, two, three, and four. I think the gap is going to be so small that it's almost yeah. It's, I agree. It's, it, 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 not, it doesn't matter, but I pick the Rays going at four. Right. I, that's I. I think I may have spoke improperly, but I, that's I had Toronto as well as in the basement, and I have the Rays at four, so that covers my picks. Um, so in the third spot, then, um, and from the Rays. Um, I think the Hendrickson kid as a pitcher. I think he has a big year this year as far as a fantasy perspective. And either oh, of you, from the Rays, the Rays they got Will Myers in right field. That dude's gonna have a great season. He'll be kept. My, he'll be I kept really in a keeper league, but you're in a non-keeper league. Definitely, I agree with you 100 percent on that, Nick. Yeah. So, number three for you, Nick Swartz from theplayersu.com. Not net. Um, the number three team in the American League East will be. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Tampa Bay Devil Rays for you in the third hole. Okay, interesting. I like how that's shaping up. Trevor, where are you at in the number three hole? Uh, see, me, I think Nick agrees with me about that whole gap thing, so it's almost inevitable. You can just throw a dart at those three teams and pick the order for them. Uh, by that being said, I'm going to say Orioles at three. Okay, so both of you got Orioles at three. I've got the New York Yankees in the three spot. I think the new uh, the agent, is it Tanaka, is the new pitcher, Nick? Yes. I think this guy's going to have a huge impact. I think he's going to yeah, be. The first two months, like the rest of the uh, Asian guys. Pitchers, <laughs> Well, I mean, you've got. Um, their other, the other uh, starter for New York is going to be solid this year. Why, why am I drawing a blank? Nick, who's the other starter, the Asian starter for. Uh, Hiroki Kuroda. Hiroki Kuroda, who from was the, from the Dodgers, he had a great he had a good year last year. I like the movie Mister Baseball with Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's he's smoking the good stuff. So in the three hole, I've got the Yankees. So now we've got the top two. Uh, we're going to vary a little bit here. Nick Swartz, the Yankees. You can go across the board. They've got so much talent. They brought in a bunch of people. So you could really the Yankees could win it all easily. But there's a lot of stuff, a lot of people to keep happy in that system. So top two teams in the American League East. Nick Swartz, give me one and two. Obviously, you can give them both to me at the number same time. Number two is going to be my number two team is the New York Yankees, um, and the number one team obviously would be the Red Sox. 
But I think it's going to be really competitive um, with those two teams. The Red Sox are going to falter a little bit, and the Yankees are going to be right there. It's going to be a battle to the end. Um, and I think that first through you know last will probably be separated by eight games tops. Nice. The Yankees at second, Red Sox in first again. Yeah, I like Red it. Are really good. I like it. I love baseball's back. Go I, ahead, I, I think I, I, I guess my stuff's wore off because I agree with Nick one hundred percent. I think Red, you guys Red are, are. You guys are like you guys are like long distance jobbing each other. You Red, understand what I'm saying? Red Sox <laughs> one and Yankees two, but well, like I said, you can throw a dart at one he, through four. He, and it's not much of a here's gap. my twist: the Red Sox don't get it done this year, and they finish second because they got a young, bonded. Oh, you're going to Hart, I'm going with the Baltimore place. Orioles. Baltimore Orioles are winning the Nash- the American League East this year. You heard it here. It's can we all agree, though, the only team that doesn't have a shot is Toronto? Is that, is that I, official? I, I, mean? I don't think Toronto is without a shot. They don't have any pitching. So Anyway, Nick, thanks for joining us. Uh, we got yeah, yeah, that Toronto uh, pitching staff. you you got to tell your buddy to lay off the stuff that works for you at playersview.net is where Nick's from. Yeah, so look him up there. Which one of them? They're all It's Monday. i got to go. It's legal in Canada. i got to go drive through the snow. To get to the plane. Uh, up next, we got uh, national programming up next this evening. So uh, I'm going to be back not next week, but the week after, and I'm going to tell you all about spring training and being sexy and all that good stuff right here on the Big Nasty Show, 1450 The Sports Buzz.